new place. Um, I was having a lot of problems at the old place. Not with the people I was living with, but with the uh, property owners, man. Some of the fucking property owners here in Vancouver and illegal tenancy and like... A lot of them are just users and manipulative, you know. Like, uh, I was getting our, the, the last place I was in, I talked about this before, but, uh, we, um, the place before that, um, we were evicted. We got a two-month notice of eviction on Halloween, and then we were evicted come Christmas time. We had to be out, you know, basically around the Christmas holidays. We were kicked out. So immediately we started searching for a new place, and we found this uh, new place. So the place I'm talking about right now is the place I was before this house I'm in now, right? So we found this place, and uh, the owner seemed perfectly fine. Uh, but of course, everybody seems fine, you know, when they're trying to put on a good impression and trying to get a signature from you, you know? They'll put on whatever face you like. And uh, we said, uh, we, descri we described our particular situation. We said, you know, we were, we were kicked out of our old place, evicted with no, like we were given notice, but no like courtesy warning, you know? We were only given two months notice because that was the legal boundary, you know, like a minimum legal two months notice. But like there, there were plenty, there was plenty of time before that warning where I know in hindsight that the, the landlord, the landlord was intent on evicting us, but just didn't say anything, you know? So I was saying like shit, like, uh, you know, our fridge is broken. We need to get a replacement unit. And he's just lying through his teeth, you know, like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll look into that. I'll fix it. You know, in hindsight, I knew that that whole time he was thinking, yeah, I'm going to kick you guys out. So it doesn't matter, you know, but he just like bullshitted us. Like, I mean, if, if you've, if he, he's got plans to kick us out, why he couldn't? Why does he have to wait for the legal window? Why can't he just say like, "Hey, just a heads up, you know, we're probably going to be take, wanting to take this place in a matter of months, so just be prepared for that," you know? Instead, instead of waiting for the contractual obligate obliga ob obligatory amount of time, like a pussy. Um. Uh. So. So we des we described our situation to these new people we were talking to, you know, securing a lease, and we were saying, like, if you have any, like, we we don't we don't want to buy a property that's intended to be put on sale again. So if we sign this, like, you you guys don't have any intention to sell the place, right? I mean, that that was the reason we got kicked out is because they wanted the the owners wanted a place for themselves. So if, if you guys have any intention of selling this property before we put our names on anything, we just, we want, we would appreciate a, some warning in advance as a courtesy, you know? And they said, yeah. And they agreed that there was no imminent plans to sell the property. So that was the reason we put our names down. And then what do you know, a fucking month into the, the lease, we all settle down into the new place and 
I get I get a surprise phone call from the fucking from a fucking realty photographer who's saying so I understand that the place has been sold and we're just I'm just wondering if I can come in today and take some pictures and I'm like what like it's such a rude awakening and I was just like dude we well, like we just moved in and settled in here you're telling me that the place has been sold and now they want to take pictures and now I'm I, I talked to the landlord later on and they were saying um, uh, like uh, yeah we d- we decided to put the place on the market because we're financially struggling and we're really sorry about that like fuck your sorries like we asked for warning if you were going to put this place on the market or not and you just said no so yeah go ahead and sign the paper and we did and now that we've signed it it's okay for you to go okay we did decide to sell it after all you know and they later admitted to me, like, well, it wasn't them collectively, because it was like the mother of a f- the family that was the particular villain here in this case. But I talked with the son in the family. It's like a whole family-operated business, you know what I mean? And I was talking to the son one day, and the, s- the son admitted to me that they, that the house was a financial hole for them, a hole in the ground, as the minute they got a hold of it. So the minute they got a hold of it, they were trying to get rid of it. And But... In the meantime, while it's being sold, they need tenants so they can monetize the house in during the time that it's being put on the market and like given to people, like or sh- shown to people like as a an option to buy. You know what I mean? So we from then on we had to like open our we had to like keep the place in like a showroom kind of pr- presentation condition. You know, in 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 the, in the case that. Uh, somebody would be would be coming in to like view the place like we'd have to keep the place clean so not that we kept an unclean place but we would also we would always have to be prepared for anybody like coming in for like a viewing you know like one like a couple times a, a few times a month just like opening all the doors every nook and cranny every bedroom door like people we're just inviting one couple after another potential buyers to come in and peek in in all the fucking rooms and then I have to like follow them around and listen to all their fucking renovation plans like oh we'll knock out this wall and this will be a great room for the kids and the whole time I'm thinking like fuck you you know get the fuck out of here but it's not their fault you know for for all they know I was completely on board with with getting the place sold but they, they don't know that I mean they they just assumed that I've been talking with the landlords and I'm I'm okay with the place being sold but I wasn't on board with it I didn't I didn't give this the okay but here I am fucking letting one person in after another people off the street who were thinking of buying the place one of the families who wanted to buy the place uh like it's it's an expensive place like I think it's listed it was listed online for like 1.3 million dollars or something like that like to buy and one of the uh, a particular family it was a Russian family I think they came in and looked at the place and I thought it was one of the parents that was buying the place, but it was actually the daughter in the family because she was a streamer and she was raking in like hundreds of thousands of dollars a month, like twi- doing Twitch and shit. I got so fucking salty. I was like, God, I'm busting my ass on these scripts and shit and been writing and cutting together like cinematic content for a decade. But a woman can just go on Twitch and then earn $100,000 a month. It's bullshit, you know? 
and people sh- talk to me about male privilege all the time. I'm just uh, tired of hearing it. Like, fuck off. Like, we have problems too. It's not all fucking peaches and cream for men, you know. Anyway, but you know, all the, all these people came to the house, but nobody was buying it. And so, after a while, uh, like I I had been putting up so much of a fuss. I guess that they decided okay we're going to take the place off the market because it's unfair like I, I, I talked to the son in the family and I guess he was kind of he understood like okay yeah that's pretty lame like you guys asked for warning on whether or not the place was going to be sold before you signed the agreement we told we were told everything was going to be fine we signed the agreement and then all of a sudden the place is going to be sold because they were in a financial situation that sometimes that somehow gives them the right to lie to us you know um and i was like uh that's bullshit <laughs> and the, and the guy admitted like yeah okay this that this was a particular case where we dropped the ball and i apologize on my family's behalf and so the 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 guy went home talked to his family and had the place taken off the market and uh i then got a hand delivered letter from the son that was supposedly the words of the mother like you know supposedly the mother of the family who had been making all this insensitive decision making had said these words and the son was just typing them out but the case was obviously that the son was just pretending that was the case and the son just wrote it himself you know the mother doesn't give a shit about us she just wants to play sold and monetized and sold that's all she gives a fuck about right um so I got I got the apology and I gave it to everybody else in the house like hey everybody this is a handwritten apology to the house from the mother saying that the place is off the market now and we're fine and she said sorry and everything's cool and so everything was fine for a little while and then I got I get a text one day saying the house is being put back on the market again because the son was saying like well, apparently the market's doing really good now and it's like that's not the fucking point we secured this place for a year. Like I didn't sign up for a house where I have to open all the doors to the public for viewings. I specifically requested, like if like if they had if they had announced that they were in, uh, uh, had any intention at all of selling the place, I wouldn't have taken the fucking place. I would have found another place. You know, you lied to us, and so I, I'm I sent a text back saying like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like this is bullshit. Like, you lied to us, and now you're you're putting the place back on the market again. And after, even after you just sent that, gave us all that apology. So now, obviously, the apology means jack shit. We've we've got it pinned it up, pinned up on our fridge and everything. Like, like it means nothing. So. Uh, I managed I managed to talk them back out of it. So they they were they were gonna put the place back on the market and they were they actually had the nerves to start off that conversation with, uh there's a there's a people want to come by on Saturday at noon to to look at the house because they want to buy it uh, is that okay can you accommodate this viewing? Like you can accommodate my dick how about that it's with your mouth, <laughs> Just wrap your lips around it and suck it good. Um. So. 
uh, I just kept making a fuss. Like I texted him back and then I get a phone call from him and then we got to go over a lot of the same information that we just relayed over text. I'm just like, yeah, 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 get to the fucking point. Yeah, I get it. You, you want to put the place, put place back on the market now because the market's doing really good even though you sent an apology and now it means jack shit. Uh, and he's just like, yeah, well, you know, like uh, this is what my mother wants and we have to um, ultimately abide by her wishes and... Uh, twice he pl he played this card up about like how the the women were making these irrational decisions and he was just saying well i have a feeling he he adjusts his tactics depending on who he's talking to and when he was talking to me he was saying like well you know women they don't they don't think rationally and they jump to conclusions and they don't think things that before they act and <laughs> i'm sitting there going like you know you better be fucking careful who you say that to in this in this current climate of like gender equality and shit like that like i mean i agree with you in this case like i'm i'm not going to i'm not going to do these sweeping generalizations where i'm going to say all women are irrational and don't think things through but in the in the particular case of that family like that mother and that that, and that daughter i had to deal with sometimes who had such a fucking attitude problem like yeah like they're fucking crazy Uh, and he played this card with me a second time. I was just like, don't, don't try to appeal to this. Like, you're assuming that I hold these sexist I ideas in my head, and you're trying to appeal to them in a way that I'll just like ease off you, and I'll be like, oh, you know what? You're right. Women are fucking crazy. I guess we'll just live with this situation where we have to live in barbie and ken's fucking house keeping it in presentation condition so you know some random members of the public can come in and uh, and uh at one point the uh the family okay this is this is a whole fucking situation am i you guys enjoying this i can i can move on if if I'm boring people, I, th I think I'm on a good subject here. I've got a story, too. You guys want to hear this story? Do you guys like listening to this? I'm just going to read through the comments briefly while you guys tell me whether you're okay with this or not. Is his mother hot? <laughs> no. No, she's not. She wasn't. I mean, I mean, like, she wasn't ugly, but, like, she wasn't pretty enough for that to ever cross my mind. You know what I mean? Go on, John. I'm on the edge of my seat. I enjoy this. Please continue. Okay, thank God. Good. Okay. So I am going to tell you the story about how we were accused of having a grow-up in our house, a marijuana grow-up, which we didn't. We didn't. I just want to make that clear. But we had accusations thrown at us that we were. So this started off with what what at while the while the house was still on the market okay it was being sold and viewings were in progress right so one day we had a showing at noon on a week on a weekend and it was it was it was a couple it looked like a couple for important detail i'll come back to this later it looked like a couple it was like a two casually dressed people like the dude was wearing like shorts shirt 
sunglasses and the woman was like in a just a flowery kind of summer casual dress and it, they seemed like a couple or like a or, or you know uh, it, they were engaged or maybe they were married or something and they're looking for a place to live right that's that was my immediate assumption based on their appearance and I think that was very deliberate I think they dressed very deliberately the way they were dressed that was deliberate effort on their part anyway they came in and they were, they were looking around the place and downstairs we had a room for growing plants okay and these were like tomato plants they were like herbs for like food and cooking like this this room was started while it was winter right so it couldn't have been just done out in the yard so like we we like like i said we were we were ev we were evicted from the old place in october and we had we had to be out of that place in s december so it, it was in, in the middle of winter that we were trying to find a new place right so as soon as we moved into this new place we had we needed a lot more tenants because there was a lot more not a lot more tenants just a couple more because this was a much bigger house than we had before and one of those tenants wanted to have an indoor garden right because the guy had like a green thumb like it was just a hobby of his right and so he 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 used like he had the biggest room in the house and there was a connecting room that he used to like build a little makeshift like garden it was just like wooden shelves and like pots and then like like bags of like seeds and stuff like that but they were all like vegetable seeds and shit like that and I, I wasn't completely on board with it, but I was like, whatever, it's not illegal. And, you know, as, as long as you're careful with it, fine. And they were careful with it, so I just let it go. And so this, this couple, right, to get back to the couple that were here viewing the house, they, they were, I, brought, I let them downstairs and I, I brought them into that room. And like rather than rather than lock the door and like shut it off because during a, during a house viewing you're not supposed to do that you're not supposed to lock off any of the doors people who are coming to the house they're they're potentially going to buy the place and if they're going to buy the place they don't want any, any rude surprises right so they want to know what's in every room they want to look in everything all the nooks and crannies right figure out what's going on and so i was open about it because i knew there was nothing about it that was illegal so i led them into the room and I was just like, hey, this is the plant room. <laughs> and to be fair, it looked suspicious as fuck. Because there was like bags of seeds, even though the bags had like tomato written on it. Like it was clear that they were vegetable seeds. But to the untrained eye, like if you were if like somebody were to just glance over that room, you might immediately think grow off. Right. Um, but that wasn't the case. So. I didn't feel weird about it. I led them into the room and I pointed out what was going on. I said, this is a plant room. We grow like vegetables in here. You can have a look at them if you want. And and uh, they were just like, oh, yeah, okay, okay, <laughs> cool. So what about the other rooms? And then we moved on, right? And I thought that was the end of it. It was fine, right? So they looked at the, the rest of the place and then they went back to, they left and it was fine. So later that night, at around 7 p.m., the daughter of the family that owns the place shows up at the front door. And I open the door. I say, hey, what's up? You didn't, 
I didn't expect you to come here. You didn't call or anything. And she says, uh, yeah, well, I think you know why I'm here. Uh, I'm here because, like, the couple that were here earlier today, they talked to, like, an, uh, a real estate agent of some kind and who relayed the information to them that there was weed being grown in the house. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, there isn't. But, like, she had this attitude on her. Like, she, it was so prejudgmental. You know, like, she already made up her mind. Like, that's that must be what what we're doing right and i was just like i'm i'm trying not to because you don't you don't respond to an attitude with an attitude you know like so even as much as it fucking pains me like if somebody gives me attitude the best way to combat it is to just like not get angry try and try and say things matter of factly and just like don't be a douche so i was i was trying to be as calm as possible and even though my heart's kind of pounding because like this is a serious allegation right um, I'm just like, no, this isn't true. And I said, I'll show you the room. Like I wasn't, I wasn't trying to hide anything. I'm like, come here, come in. Like, even though this is a completely unannounced and rude visit and you're throwing accusations at me for the sake of just extinguishing this, like nipping it in the bud, follow me. I'll bring you into the fucking room and I'll show you there's nothing in there. Okay. So, uh, I brought her down. And we looked in the room and she flipped her lid. She just saw the room and she's like, okay, what the fuck is this? And then she's pulling out her phone and like taking some pictures. And I'm just like, no, I know it looks bad, but like, there, cause there's a lot of like cultivation chemicals and shit like that. It looks like an episode of breaking bad, right? <laughs> you know, in the, in the fucking RV lab. But it, it's not necessary. Just because there's a bunch of chemicals lying around doesn't that doesn't, necessitate that there's something illegal going on right it was just the cultivation of plants and so i'm pointing out like look you can see the bags of seeds like you can see what's written on there's nothing illegal here i know like maybe maybe we should have clarified with them beforehand that we were going to do this but i honestly didn't think it was a big deal but i mean there are, i as i learned later on there are obvious concerns with like like whether it's illegal or illegal or not when you're doing that kind of thing indoors there's a risk of mold which is like a fire hazard and then they need to be conscious of that as property owners especially during the period where the, the they're trying to get the place sold you know um but uh, so i'm tr i'm trying to convince her the to the best of my ability that there's nothing here to get freaked out about and if like if it was really a problem even though it wasn't illegal what we were doing, if it was really a problem, I said, it, we, we'll take it down. Like, it's not a problem. Now that we know it's a, it's a real problem for you, we'll take, I'll, I'll get rid of it. It's not a problem anymore. But that didn't stop them from freaking out. The, the daughter freaked out, and then she went and got her mom, who was, like, outside, parked in the car across the street. And then they both came in. And then they both came downstairs, went into the room, and then the mother's freaking out. So she's flipping her lid and she's like screaming and the, the, the woman and the daughter are both like just the, sh the shrill like shrieking and like not hearing what w our side of the argument. They're just like yelling at us because they're just so convinced that they're right and we're all heinous people. And I was getting so 
upset and frustrated. I'm pacing around just like angry, right? And uh, and so I, st I start getting a little nippy at this point. I'm just like, um, so I, I, I bring up the fact that they trapped us in this lease when they wanted to sell the place. I'm like, well, what about the fucking fact that, you know, you, uh, uh, we asked you if you had any intention of, 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 of selling this place and you said no and that's why we signed for it. Now we signed for it. Now the place being sold and now we're pissed off and we're just supposed to live with this because you took advantage of us because it's not legal on any kind of documentation. You know, I looked on Google like whether or not I had any leverage in regard to like making a case and it turns out I don't. The law is on the side of the property owners like nearly all the time. I'm just like fuck these fucking cunts. The law serves these fucking assholes. I can't believe this shit. And uh, and so I, I start I start getting angry, and then she fires back with the, uh, you know, saying, "Well, we we were within our legal right. I mean, we're not legally bound to tell you the fucking truth." She's like, "Oh, fine, you got me. It's not it's 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 legal what you did. Doesn't make it morally right, you fucking idiot." So I'm just get I'm getting angry just fucking going over it again in my head. And so they're they just keep fucking shrieking like animals, you know. And I'm just standing there so pissed off and then, you know, the the uh the um, where was I? I'm getting distracted by the chat now. So the, the mother and the daughter start talking amongst themselves, right? And the mother, for whatever reason, retreats back outside into her van and waits. Because she, she keeps, she plays this fucking language barrier card, you know, because she's Asian, right? And she doesn't have as strong of a grasp on English as her children do. And so she forces her children, she delegates all her, like, real estate tasks, because it's a family business, to her children because they have a stronger grasp on the English language than she does and so she's better able to interact with people in the city you know and secure deals but all this the insensitive decision making comes from the mother specifically and so she's forcing her children to deal with the the face to face communication and consequences for her decision making which I thought was fucking cowardly you know that's bullshit forcing your kids to do that and then, you know, conveniently, if, you know, if, if, if I s say something to the mother that she doesn't agree with, she can, she can just go, oh, no English, no English, and then walk away. Yeah, that's real fucking mature. That's, that's a grown-up thing to do, right? And so she went back out into the car and just waited and left the daughter to deal with me. God knows why. And she, so she, the daughter starts making trips back and forth from the van across the street where her mother is back to the house and then back again, like being the go between between us and the mother. Like, why doesn't the mother just come up to the house and stop being such a chicken shit? So she's making her daughter do this, and I'm uh, to the to to a small degree, I feel bad for the daughter, even though the daughter's have has a huge attitude problem and is really snippy with me and rude. 
I was like this the mother shouldn't be doing this to her kids um, and so she talks with her mother and then she comes over back to the house and she says uh, look me and my mom talked about it and we think the easiest solution to this is uh, for you guys to move out <laughs> and I was like easy for who you like don't you still have an incentive to monetize this place don't you need tenants why are you in such a hurry to get rid of us based on nothing we did nothing wrong this is all bullshit and so just because they have this paranoid fucking idea in their head that's like they've already made up their minds and they want us to leave because they don't want any trouble and so they threatened to call the cops on us they said we'll bring the fucking we'll bring the police over here and they can make an assessment as to whether or not what's going down on the bottom floor is illegal or not and we said fine bring David Caruso down here bring the whole fucking cast of CSI down here get them to bring all their fucking toys and do all the forensics they want because they're not going to fucking find anything so we called their bluff and the daughter says okay be right back and then she walks across the street talks to her fucking mother again who's parked in her van and then she comes back to the house and she says okay we've decided not to call the cops because it would ruin your guys' lives if we did I was like oh fuck you ruining our lives oh you're so considerate it wouldn't fucking ruin our lives because there's nothing illegal here for them to find this is bullshit don't don't try and cover this up with the oh we're doing this for your sake because uh, it's just so fucking cowardly you know it was such an upsetting night because I was I was bracing for like the cops are coming so let's just fucking prepare for this shit show but they didn't go through with it and uh, and then they left because there was there wasn't a problem but they were like shouting and ranting and raving as if there was and it was just so unnecessarily upsetting and then to just like throw allegations at us like that bullshit and I didn't even hear from the son at this point like I had only dealt with the mother and the daughter up until this point and I was just like god these idiots but then I finally talked to the son who came over and he seemed perfectly rational and level headed and he actually gave us the benefit of the doubt like apparently this is what happened at their household like when when they were informed by that realtor that we were supposedly growing weed downstairs the the brother apparently of the family the son apparently had given us given me the benefit of the doubt me uh, us and the house saying it's probably not that i mean it might not i don't know what he was thinking but i think he was at least thinking let's not make any decisions until we've seen this for ourselves but the mother and the daughter were so hung up on this and convinced that we were doing wrong that the brother was like uh like he told me this later on he's uh, just before the daughter had come to my place and thrown these accusations at us she was at the house talking to her brother like apparently they're growing weed over that place did you know and the daughter and the, the brother's just like I, I i i'm not too sure about that but if like if you're so sure at this point fine go over there and and it's pro- probably a high ch- likelihood that you're going to embarrass yourself so go ahead and do it and uh and so yeah i talked to the brother later on and i was just like this this is bullshit first the 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 son came over one day 
and I was just like, can I talk to you in private? I was like, sure. And then I talked to him, and he's saying, like, uh, yeah, it was a real shame. What? Uh, well, I started off saying, look, we, we were trapped in this lease, first of all. A lease that we never would have agreed to if the place was going to be sold. And now you, you've, like, based, based on some random people's accusations, you're going to immediately think that we're doing something illegal and throw accusations at us and threaten to call the cops and th completely ruin our fucking evening that we were having without giving us any benefit of the doubt. And even though I was perfectly, like, I wasn't rude, I was considerate, I, I even though they're the daughter showing up was unannounced. I led her down into the room so she could see for herself that was that there was nothing wrong, you know? And that still wasn't enough. They still felt that they had the license to fucking fly off the handle. You know. So the the brother eventually owns up and she said, "Yeah, you know what? The the trapping in the lease that was our bad i know my mother deliberately did that because the, the whole the house is a financial hole in the ground for her and she was trying to get rid of it as soon as she got hold of the place and then she found you guys as tenants and she was willing to say anything to get her the, our signatures on the paper and and she, he was sorry about that and i said oh, i appreciate that but i mean it's nice that you're sorry but we're still in this fucking situation you know and so that's when I got like the apology on behalf of the on behalf of the family saying, hey, we're s uh, on behalf of the mother, supposedly saying, hey, we're sorry that we did this. We shouldn't have even though well, not a word of it was true. It was just all it was just the brother writing all that. Those are all his thoughts, not his mother's thoughts. And he was just transcribing. So. um yeah, uh, shortly after that, I moved out because I remember being on the phone with the son saying, like, after the apology, they put the house back on the market again. And I texted back saying, what the f are you fucking kidding me? And then I called him having a back and forth with him and saying, like, look, this is bullshit. And you need like talk with your mother and tell her that we are not we have a genuine problem with her insensitive decision making. Like, let her know that. And so I, I made such a fuss that the son was like, okay, okay, I'll talk to her. And then he hung up and then he talked to her mother, his mother for like a half hour and then called me back and said, oh, I just had a big fight with my mom. And, but I managed, I managed to convince her to take the house back off the market. But then she just hang up. She just hung up on the son because she was angry. I'm like, God, this, what a fucking idiot. Um, and she, uh, but he's, he told me like look it's it's off the market for now but just for your guys' sake I recommend that you guys find a new place to live because I think I can only keep a lid on this bullshit for so long and it's only a matter of time before the mother wants to actually put the house back on the market for real and get the place sold like she wants to get the place sold period at some point so you know either move out now or later like do you do you, and i the people who were living with me are still there but i personally wanted to get out because i was just like i'm done with these viewings and shit and keeping the house open to like the public i'm not comfortable with this i just want to live here pay rent and be left the fuck alone that's all i wanted 
so um so i said okay fine i'm gonna look into getting a new place and uh and i did that and and uh just fortunately i had an, a couple of friends who were just happened to be around the same time looking for a new place to live because the building that they were at, in at the time was getting demolished so they were like we we have a fixed amount of time before we have to move out so we're looking for a place and they came to me saying hey do you want to join us and help pay rent and i was like hey that's awesome i'm looking for a new place too and so that that was that worked out really i mean it was a nightmare getting everything moved and shit and but it's over now thank god and i'm in this place and i'm settled in but that leads to a whole other new story where i i moved into this new place and i got two grand worth of equipment stolen wow john that was an impressive piece of realistic fiction how long did it take you to write it out <laughs> i'm not writing this shit out pay rent to be left the fuck alone story of my life man real shit john what the fuck is the drum bongo noise it might be me be might be me shaking my legs and the wire connected to this because i'm i need to piss so hold on i gotta go to the bathroom i'll be right back john what were you saying about something getting stolen yeah yeah okay so i had two about two thousand dollars worth of equipment stolen i think as as days went on like after the theft i realized that more and more stuff was stolen like i thought it was just a few items at first but there's several other things that got stolen so i we found this new place and uh fuck i remember when i was first moving my stuff in i was i was locked out like because the the front door has like two locks on it there's like a handle lock and uh, there's a there's a deadbolt lock higher up on the same door, and I had walked. I I I came to the house with a car f load full of stuff, and I unloaded a bunch of stuff in the house, and then I left, and I left having locked both locks on the on the front door, and and so I left in my car, drove back to the old place, loaded the car up with some more stuff drove back to the new house again and I couldn't get in through the front door this time and I was like what the fuck's going on I try the front door key on the front door doesn't work I try it on the handle lock doesn't work I can get the I can use the front door key to get the front door deadbolt lock unlocked but I can't use that on the handle lock the handle lock is like a lock of its own and I was like oh shit I can't get in but I also have a back door key so I go in and we have two back doors. There's an, an upper back door and a lower back door. So I try the, the lower back door first. Uh, doesn't work. Because it's, it's like it's like chain locked from the inside. And, de and well, there's the deadbolt, but there's also the chain lock, which I can't, I, even if I tried, I wouldn't be able to unlock it from the, from the outside. So I'm like, fuck, I can't go through in this way. So I got to go through in the top back door. And that doesn't even work. The back, the back door key doesn't even work because like well first of all there was this like screen door locked screen door over the door that had the lock on it so and I couldn't even get that open and, and the only way I could was if I tore at the edge of the net 
that was on that door. Like I, I pulled the net off the door at the seams, like, you know, that little bug screen. I, t I tore that off at the seams just so I could poke my hand through and flick the latch on the, the door that was covering the locked door. Like there's a metal screen door and then a wooden door, right? So I got the hatch door, the metal door open, but then my back door key wouldn't work on the actual wooden door. I was like, fuck, I can't, I can't, I'm locked out. Like I, so I'm like, well, what do I do? Like I got the, the land, these, the owners of this place don't even live locally. Like they're like way out of town. So like, fuck, am I going to have to call them to like, just get in the house? And my, the other people I was living with weren't there at the time. They were uh, busy, like, at the old place or t doing working or whatever. But f thankfully, I, out of, for, like, out of desperation, I tried the back door key on the front door handle lock, and it worked. I was like, oh, this, this key is for this lock. I had no idea. I thought this was just a back door lock, back door key. But that worked. I was like, oh, thank God. Fine. So I, so I was like freaking out outside the house for like a half hour. Like, how the fuck am I going to get in? And then I finally got in. Like, ugh, phew, okay. So I started bringing more of my stuff in, right? And so I'm putting these like boxes of stuff. And as I'm doing this, I'm like, I'm looking into certain boxes and I'm pulling out things that I know I'm going to immediately use for work. Like, pieces of my my work desk my monitors computer peripherals my uh webcam my camcorder th sh shit i use to like shoot the show with you know um i was pulling all that out and leaving it nearby so i would know where it is right and so um so like at this point i have the keys i've secured the new place but a lot of my belongings are still at the old place and we we don't we rented a u-haul truck but it's not our time to have the truck yet so i'm in i'm in kind of living in two places at once and all my old stuff still at my old place and it's just a case of waiting until our day that we booked the u-haul truck so i can move everything to the new place and then i'll be done with it you know um so I'm hanging out at the new place for a while, stayed stayed there a couple nights, even though I didn't have my mattress. I was just sleeping on some sheets and just piled up clothes and sheets, like shoved against the wall into a pile so I could lie on it and it would give me some cushioning. So I just, I did that. And uh, so the, the day came when we had our truck and we were, uh, we were supposed to move all our stuff. And so we did that. Um, went to the old place. The truck was driven there in the morning and loaded it all up. And then went to my, the the people who I'm living with. We went to their old place and picked up their stuff. And then we drove to the new place and unloaded everything. Right. So. Um, so we're we're load we're we open up the truck. Right. We're pulling out boxes. Um, just everything out of the back, all the small stuff, you know, boxes of stuff. We're leaving the furniture, all the furniture's at the back of the truck, right? So we're taking all the boxes out first and putting them in their respective rooms. And then the time comes to, like, pull the mattresses out, right? So in order to do that, we need to open the back door. 
which is like chain locked, dead bolted, everything, right? So I undo all the locks. I leave the door open. And then I go to the truck to uh, grab one end of my mattress, right? My a friend of mine I'm living with, he grabbed the other end and he's helping me bring my my box spring and my and my mattress into my room right and we're we'll bring it through that opened back door so i guess while that door was left open somebody came in some i guess somebody was observing the house and in the 30 second gap 30 second a minute gap or so uh where i i i left that open door unattended I was at the truck trying to get a hold of the mattress. I think somebody was observing the house, saw that nobody was around the back entrance, slipped in, and right by that open door was my camcorder bag and my webcam. And he grabbed whoever, he or she, whoever it was, grabbed both of those things. And then my bedroom door is on the adjacent wall, which is like dead ahead like right next to that open door so it's the first place they would have gone they would have creeped into my bedroom and i'm convinced this is what happened i don't know for sure i didn't see this happening but it must have happened right somebody came in opened my bedroom door and saw a stack of my three i have i had three external hard drives stolen and they were just lying on top of my computer tower in a stack I mean, considering the cost of each of those drives, that might as well have been just like a stack of like $500, $700, you know? Just yoink. External drives are perfect, you know, for theft. Because not, not only are they expensive, you know, solid state drives, they're small, they're discreet, and they also contain a lot of personal data that can be potentially used for more lucrative theft, right? Like personal data, passwords, bank information, you know, whatever. And so they took that. And then at first I thought that's all they took, but they took my they took my Nintendo 3DS. They stole that. They stole like a, a bunch of sensitive electronics that I had in a carrier bag. They took that bag. And so that had like my 3DS in it and shit. I, d I downloaded a lot of games off the Nintendo store, so I don't even have the cartridges. Like, it was all loaded on, like, an SD card in that fucking 3DS. So I had my, my cam... my th Over $1,000 worth of camcorder, my, web my Logitech webcam, which I bought a replacement recently, uh, my three external drives, and my 3DS. Those were the biggest items, I think. I think I'm forgetting one or two other things. I didn't even realize until later that night. But, uh, like, I was, uh, that night, I remember walking into my bedroom and I saw my USB, a uh, USB cable, like a cable used to connect a solid state drive to it through a USB port. That cable was just on the floor. And I was like, that's weird. I don't remember putting that there. And so I look for my external drives and they're all gone. I'm like, I know I left them on the tower and now none of them are there. Like, what the fuck happened? And so I'm looking around and I'm st I am start to like hyperventilate. I'm freaking out. My heart's pounding. I'm just like, was someone in here? Someone was in here and stole my shit. Like, fuck. 
And so my, my the people I was living with, they were already sleeping. But I went upstairs and I was just like, dude, dude, wake up. I got to, like, someone stole my shit. I don't know when, but they were in here and they, they took everything. And he was just, you know, what can he do? He's just like, oh, shit, that sucks. So what else can you say, you know? Can't s- it's not a genie. Bring it all back, you know? <laughs> just like fuck I guess all my stuff's gone and um I never yeah I never nothing I didn't I didn't file a police report just like people were t- telling me to you know like you just gotta call the police and uh I was like why are they really gonna do something no they're not like like the the area that we're in it's not that great so there already is kind of a police presence and you know even if they do decide to send an extra unit to patrol my neighborhood based on my phone call like what good's that gonna do they're gonna drive up the street once or twice and then whoever is intent on stealing more stuff from the house is just gonna wait for the police car to go by and then do what they intend to do anyway and steal shit you know so it's like what are the cops the cops aren't gonna fucking do anything some people put so much faith in them you know law enforcement you just call the police and everything's gonna be fine they'd check for fingerprints no they wouldn't I mean for a murder case maybe but for something like this they're not gonna devote that kind, those kind of resources I don't think For a while, I was feeling really uncomfortable, like really exposed and vulnerable because I had those hard drives stolen because I was just like, fuck, I don't even remember what's on those drives. You know, there's nothing on there that could be used to like blackmail me or anything like that. But uh, but, you know, I might be forgetting about one or two like notepad documents that had like passwords in it. But fortunately, like if, if there were any documents like that, there like two two of the three drives that were stolen were pretty much just used for like backup footage so that is just like whatever the the value of the of the drives that was lost hurts but the fact that there was no really sensitive data on that is a little bit of a relief i'm just uh, whatever it's just footage who gives a shit but one of the drives had a lot of written material on it and one of those could be it could have been a note put notepad document full of passwords or something like that, you know. But thankfully, I know that particular drive was old, so chances are that any passwords that were on there were probably out of date and wouldn't be effective. John, you fucking idiot! Nobody said police will save you a hundred percent of the time, but you know what's worse than calling police? Not calling the police. I don't know, man. I don't have a lot of faith in the police. It's like you know, people expect me to put so much faith in doctors, too. You know, just because they have a degree. They went to medical school, and they, they, they are doctors, so they always know what they're talking about. I'm just like, what, is it impossible for, like, an idiot to make it through the, you know, the graduate, like... I don't think it's impossible for someone to just kind of slip through the cracks like an idiot 
who doesn't deserve a, a degree in medicine to somehow attain one and then it's like they can use that to pretend that they know what they're talking about and then they you know operate on someone and oops they're dead you know just because someone has a piece of paper saying that they can do something doesn't necessarily mean like I'm going to put all my faith in them you know it's like people on the media who say they have a degree in like s social media science or something stupid like that I'm like what the fuck is that a social media expert what the fuck is a social media expert that just sounds like some cunt who uses twitter all the time you know isn't everybody on the in the world a social media expert at this point because everybody's on their fucking phones you don't have to put all your faith into police but it's better than doing nothing i, I guess there's a small chance that if, if i had called them you know the police might have encountered somebody who had my stolen items and then would have returned them, you know, based on my description of what I had lost. But I just figured the chances of that were so slim, you know. Whoever stole my shit probably went straight to a pawn shop or something and sold them. I don't know. I guess I should have done whatever. It's, it's already a problematic area, so I figure, like, What's my phone call going to do? They're, you know, they 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 deal with people around here on the street all the time, the police. So like what what really what difference is it going to make? The police are going to come by, ask me to fill out some paperwork, file a report, as they put it. They're not going to do any fucking forensics. They're just going to ask me a bunch of questions. What did I lose? How what's the estimate estimated value? And then they're going to just go back to their department and then not think about me ever again. You know? I'm fucking I'm a fucking idiot. Like I I know I'm half the shit I say is stupid. Like yeah, I probably should have gone to the police. I probably should have listened to what people were telling me, but I don't know, I'm stuck in my ways sometimes. I just like what good's it going to do? They're not going to fucking do anything. Fuck it. You know. Social media expert must be better than having a gender studies degree. <laughs> Yeah, degree in lesbian dance theory, as as Ben Shapiro says. <laughs> what were the SSDs? We'll check Craigslist and see if they tried to sell them. We'll get the bastard. <laughs> I appreciate it, but I I doubt you're gonna find them at this point. I think it's I've probably left it too long. And pe people are trying to p put me at ease, like saying, well, you know, whoever stole those things, they probably don't have the, the intellect to, you know, uh, you know, get the information and potentially exploited, exploitable information off these drives and use it to their advantage. They're probably too stupid for that. What they're probably going to do is just go take them straight to a pawn shop and ch exchange them, exchange them for some immediate cash so they can go and buy drugs. Um, but I was just like, no, like I haven't ruled out the possibility. Like, maybe, maybe the people at physically stealing the drives are too dumb to do that, but I haven't ruled out the possibility that, that, that they're, those people are working for somebody in organized crime who's much smarter, 
who knows how to handle this technology who who just says like okay you work for me go out to these houses steal these external drives this is what this is what you're looking for this is it needs to have these ports or whatever and then they go out and find these things they don't know what to do with them personally but they bring them to the person they're working for and they're like okay this is great and then they take the drives and then they have all the equipment there they just plug it into the their computer that they have there and then they they do a search through the drive for you know exploitable information um so yeah that that worried me but then i you know i was thinking about it a lot and i was just where well, most of it's just backup footage so whatever i bet you didn't know how much information people can get from a still image a quotation by me apparently i think i did that in an episode like the finale of season seven of arby and the chief like the reason Tyler finds the toys at their apart at the apartment is because the toys uploaded a photo to the internet, and back then a lot of people didn't realize that a lot of images shared online contained geographical data, like GPS coordinates. Like you, you could go into the metadata of a file, like like you right-click a photo and go view source or whatever the fuck view the code. And just like search the code for like GPS coordinates, and it'll tell you exactly where the fucking photo was taken. You know, it's scary. Technology's scary, man. It scares the fuck out of me. Like I, I, I'm someone who who has a background in computer science. Like I studied a shitload of this in high school. Like I took university level like Cisco courses in like computer networking and repair. Like, I know how a lot of this shit works on a fundamental level, at least. But so many people out there have no idea how the technology they're using every day works, you know. But, and user interfaces are getting friendlier and friendlier by the second, you know. It's like like Windows 10 nowadays. You know how it, it has that condescending intro? Like, hi, we're just making a f we're just giving your PC a few updates. You know, remember how it used to be where it would it would give you like a bar and it would give you like a file path and show you exactly what the fucking process is doing. Like, OK, it's in this folder and it's planting these files into this folder. So I know what's going on there. And there's a progress bar. Now it doesn't. It tells you jack shit. Now it just has this big jack off screen that just says, hey, how you doing? Thanks for buying Windows. Just making a few adjustments to your PC. We'll be you'll be up. You'll be going. You'll be uh, do, uh, getting work done in a jiffy. <laughs> All this bullshit. Now, and the, the more this happens, they have, they have no idea how their technology runs like under the hood. You know. People need to know that shit. People now more than ever, people need to have like a firm understanding of basic like computing and the co computer computing fundamentals. You know how computers interact with one another, how they interpret information, how they share information, how they store information. Nobody has a fucking clue. The general population, you know? They just see their... They get their new fucking iPhone with this friendly interface. Hey, how you doing? And just, like, yeah, emojis and, and stupid FaceTime and Facebook and just, like, indulging in all these things with no no awareness of of how their data is being stored and manipulated and used against them for marketing purposes you know oh man 
and I, I know techno I know how shit a lot of technology runs under the hood. I mean, it's getting increasingly harder and harder because the the knowledge that I attained in high school about computer repair and networking is becoming increasingly more irrelevant. You know, just because technology is evolving. And so, like the 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 certain work practices that that were applicable before aren't necessarily applicable anymore. Like you got kind of constantly got to be like like if you're a computer technician or something you got to be so on top of like how modern day equipment and software works like all the time it's always changing you know you are the resistance this is the info war <laughs> interdimensional pedophile vampires they're coming for your kids it's my alex jones impression I'm in a networks class right now, and it's still confusing as fuck, lol. Yeah, it's so it's so complicated, but people need to know how complicated it is, and and how this data is shared and stored, and how it can all be in, in manipulated and used against you potentially. You know, it's like it's like how people use Snapchat. They actually think like, you take a picture and it goes away, so and then it'll never come back to haunt you. Like, just, just because it gets deleted on the other person's phone doesn't mean that that photo is gone. You don't think on the way on a, a photograph's way from one phone to another it doesn't get stored and copied on a fucking server? Seriously? Like, it's all out there on a database somewhere. Hundreds of thousands, millions of nude fucking photographs that people have taken. It's all out there somewhere, you know? It's just a case of that server getting compromised. And exploited, and then some hacker fucking gets all that, puts it out in the public domain, and then before you know it, sap Snapchat's in the middle of a fucking scandal or whatever. Why? Why would we didn't even have more fucking security precautions? I don't know.